Hey sis, are you struggling whenever you make a mistake? For whatever reason, you just cannot seem to get out of the shame cycle, keep blaming yourself and feel terrible for maybe something little or maybe something big that you've done. This episode is for you. Um, The Lord does not want us to live in guilt, shame and condemnation. So let's talk about it and let's get free. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hey sis, so I want to come on and talk to you about messing up. What do we do when we mess up? Where do our minds go? What are the anxious thoughts that are running through our head? And because, you know, we're going to have amazing days where we're just killing it. We wake up, we spend an hour with the Lord. We just feel so in his presence Um, everything's going right, you know, you worked out, you're eating healthy, and then you go outside, or you get an email, or a coworker says something, and it seems to, and you just, like, react and respond in an unchrist-like way, or the Holy Spirit asks you to do something, and you just totally miss it. You're, like, either just blatantly disobey or you think he's saying something else and in a moment of tiredness or foggy brain you're like oh wait what I just totally missed that where do we do when we mess up or if we just if we stumble in our walk like what do we do when we mess up I think this is so important to talk about because we are Christians um um, and we live under um, the law of grace. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but even though it does not give us a license to go on and do whatever we want and to just sin willfully, um, uh, Paul addresses that <laughs> in the Bible. He's like, so do we keep on sinning that grace may abound? Oh my goodness, No. I didn't say, oh my goodness, but that's my version. He's like, no way. Um, so no, we don't. But it is really important to pay attention to the way that we respond and we react in those moments. Because often, and I know this is true for me, where my mind tends to want to go is to shame. And... I think a lot of us can relate and we lean towards shame and we go down in a shame cycle. So when we, because it's our heart where we've been purified and by our new creation and God's given us a new heart when we became um, a new creation in Christ when we believed in Jesus when we the old man died and the new man came we have this new heart that really does deeply want to pursue the Lord deeply wants to 
um, follow him and please him and connect with him and be connected with him and follow the ways of the spirit. We don't really want to be wayward in our walk. And because of that deep desire, and I'm talking about people who are intimately like intimate with the Lord, who are seeking the Lord daily. And we have these moments where we just don't get it or we mess up and we tend to go into the shame cycle because we feel we do have this genuine guilt, you know, we have that genuine like, oh my gosh. And, and we acknowledge it it takes an acknowledgement to say, oh, you know what? That's not Christ-like. That wasn't, that wasn't the way the Lord, um, wanted me to show up or that's not what the Lord wanted me to do or to respond in that moment. Um, so what do you do? How do we avoid the shame cycles that we spiral down, um, and just end up beating ourselves up? Because if we're in that place, we can't produce (laughs) the kingdom. We can't produce things. We can't be Christ-like when we're constantly beating ourselves up. So we need to avoid the shame cycle trap even when we mess up and love ourselves even when we mess up because we have to realize that we are children of God and we belong to a loving father filled with compassion said he is filled with compassion and it's so important that we remember that in these moments um where even in moments where we're just having a really bad day and we're struggling to believe God's promises. Um, But really, it's like, I want us to just, I want you to start practicing these healthy steps to avoid shame cycles when you mess up. Because also when you're in a place of shame, you're also... Um, you tend to harden your heart even more to the Lord and close off intimacy and you start to partner with lies um, that say, oh, I'm bad because shame itself says I'm bad and it ties your action to your identity and when in reality your you know, decisions and And the things that you do are not your identity. So next time you make a mistake that's out of line, out of alignment with your identity, first and foremost, take it to the Lord. Don't be afraid. Don't feel like you have to hide and run away. That's another sneaky um, thing about shame is that it's like, oh, what you did was so wrong and now you're wrong and now you need to go hide yourself kind of like just like exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned is that they immediately went and hid themselves from the Lord because they felt the shame of their sin. But God is so faithful and we're on the other side of Jesus's death and resurrection and that we live under a new covenant of grace. So we have been covered and washed completely of all anything any sin any past sin 
anything that happens today, we have been washed of that once and for all of anything shameful. So we can't even carry shame. And if you are carrying shame today, I just I want to pray and release over you. Just pray for the revelation that you have nothing to be ashamed of because gee, anything that could could have caused you shame in the natural has been washed away by the blood of Jesus. Amen. His blood is so powerful. His communion is so powerful. His love is so powerful. His love is what was poured out on the cross for you. His blood was poured out for you. His body and his blood poured out for you completely not he didn't cover just cover your sin he washed it away white as snow he keeps no record of wrongs um and so i want to just encourage you to first uh, meditate on first corinthians 13 4 i have been there you guys for the last month i'm not even joking i have read that verse over and over and over again um, just meditating on the love of God and how he loves me and that I can extend that love to myself. I can be gentle to myself, loving to myself, um, not keeping those record of wrongs. And that really goes align in the shame that we're talking about because we don't need to keep the records of our wrongs either. Of course, we acknowledge it, bring it to the Lord, like I said, and, you know, change. Like we, that's what repenting is, is turning away and turning to a new path, right? We're choosing the right path. We're turning away from whatever path we chose before. And now we're choosing God's path. We're submitting to God. So in our repentance. So one, I want you to take it to the Lord when you mess up. Um, second is like forgiveness ask for forgiveness repent um allow the love of the father to speak to and heal those areas of your heart um that have now that you where you feel shame where you feel unworthiness where you feel um undeserving um, because of X, Y, Z, because of your actions and your behaviors, because your actions and your behaviors don't determine his love. It doesn't change his love for you. Um, he, he died for us while we were still sinners. So don't get into, don't allow shame to lie to you. Um, and just stop aligning with the truth of what God's word says. Romans, um, oh God, I don't have my Google in front of me. Probably Romans five, I think. I'll have to double check on that. Um, while we were still sinners, I'm looking it up. You guys know me. While we were, yeah, sinners, Christ died for us. Okay, Romans five eight. Yes, come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're awesome, and also Google for giving me the verse. But yeah, so. It's really turning to the Lord, giving it to Him, re forgiveness, repentance, which you receive. So just give it to the Lord. And also, this is something that's been, was really helpful to me even recently. I started speaking truth over myself. I started declaring the truth over myself because sometimes we need 
to encourage ourselves. Yes, it's awesome to go to a friend. You know, if it's something you're like, I really just need to talk to someone about this because I think my mindset's not in the right place. And you talk to a leader or someone you know has biblical um, foundation who's going going to um, not shame you further, but um, speak into your life and you know it's going to be the truth and the truth of God. Awesome. But if it's like a little thing, I don't want to say it's a little thing, right? Because disobedience, we don't, we shouldn't be like, oh, that wasn't such a big deal. I really don't think that's a good, healthy mindset to have. Um, but just, just saying like, if you feel like, okay, I know that I can take this to the Lord and I'm good and I don't need, I don't feel like I need to go reach out to someone. That's what I mean by, um, when I say that. So basically, what you want to do is just start speaking life over you. So one thing I started, I just declared truth. I was like, I, my mistakes are not my identity. I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of the most high King. I am not this mistake. This is, you know, I am not disobedient. I am not, you know, whatever lies start to come in with that shame, right? Like God loves me. I am loved. I am pure, I am holy, I am righteous. So really just detaching myself from that, like my identity from the action, right? Because that's what the enemy does. He likes to tie every mistake to who you are and your identity and pin it on you like a label. And we just have to let the, we have to receive you know, Jesus's love that again, it's, that's all been washed away. So we just need to receive the truth of that reality. And that's the reality we live in and that we stand on and that we agree with. We don't come into agreement with things that are not kingdom, aka shame. Uh, Romans 8, 1, therefore there's no guilt, shame, or condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's another truth you can claim over yourself. So whatever lies start to come into your mind, you're like, I know this isn't God. I know this is, you know, not aligned with his word. Just speak the opposite um, of those things and speak in alignment with God's word of your actual identity. And if you, let's be real, if you do make a mistake and you hurt someone else, like someone else is involved, like a, another human being, um, or the Holy spirit, right? We can grieve the Holy spirit. It's like, we need to make amends, but let's talk about the natural really quick. So it's like, let's make amends in that relationship. Let's do the right thing, right? Maybe it's an apology you need to do. Uh, maybe it's, you know, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did that. Maybe it's fessing up to something that you lied about in a moment of insecurity, or you lied about in a moment of wanting to protect yourself, or you lied about in a moment of fear. Like, just admit it to that whoever one-on-one, you know, um, it's a, it also God, God's word is so good. He gives us direction for real life, practical stuff. (laughs) So you got an issue with your brother, go to him one-to-one. So let's just do it. Let's just humble ourselves before the Lord. And because here's the thing, it's like you, that person may never know that you wronged them right? But the Lord sees everything. We, there's nothing you can hide from the Lord. You can't even hide the fact that you're feeling shameful from the Lord. Like he knows everything. Okay. So we don't need to try and trick him. 
he can't be tricked. <laughs> so, and again, he's a, he's a good loving father and our, in our intimacy with him, that's our goal is to be intimate with him. So if you're going to be intimate with someone, you tell them everything. He's trustworthy to tell. He's trustworthy to bring the places in your life and the character traits in your life that he's still pruning, that he's still working on you. And I just want to encourage you that the one who has begun the work in you is faithful to complete it, okay? Do not live in yesterday's mistakes. Do not live in today's disappointments. Do not live in focused on magnifying everything that you do wrong. I think I talked about this once in another podcast, but the Lord really had to just hit this on with me. I think it was really, I think it was like last year I was with him in the closet and I was just like, blah, 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 blah. Like focusing on all the things I did wrong, like hardcore, like the wallowing in it, you know, talking to the God, um, the God talking. I mean, yes, that is technically correct. Talking to God. (laughs) I usually don't call him the God. I'm talking to God and he was like, I want you to focus on more of what you do right than what you do wrong because that's his focus. He is first uh, Corinthians 13, 14. Um, let me just open it. I have my TPT. I love, I have been all up in TPT in this season. You guys, I'm obsessed. Um, let me just find the verse and read this, you know, read all the versions, um, NIV, TPT, King James Version, New King James Version, Amplified. Those are just some of the ones that I like to compare. Um, and then you can check out in the Bible app there. You can highlight a verse and there's a compare feature that pops up and you can add all the different translations. So woo, tip for you. Okay. So first Corinthians 13, Four, yes. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Ah, here we go. So verse five, love does not traffic in shame, disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. I really want to read all of this. Here we go. but I really want to hit the point. Um, verse seven, love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. So he's never, he's never believe like he's never going to stop believing the best for you. He's going to be like, Oh my gosh, my daughter is awesome. Look how she wants to love me. Look how she wants to walk like me. Look at her pursuing me. Look at her seeking at me. Like the Lord looks at everything you're doing right. And even the verse after that says, love never takes failure as defeat for it never gives up. God is not going to give up on you because you make a mistake. God is not you know, even if you deem yourself a failure or you failed in something, he's never going to give up on you. God is faithful. His faithfulness does not depend on our faithfulness. And thank you, Jesus, for that. Because if that was true, then we, how would he be faithful? Because 
we constantly fall short and we've all like he is always his love is always making up for our shortcomings just just continue i just want to really invite you to do this with me i'm literally doing this just meditating on first corinthians 13 4 and through um verse i believe nine i can't see it no i'm sorry verse seven um or actually it does go on to talk more about love so yeah i would say until first corinthians 13 yeah nine um so amen come on holy spirit i can't it's hard to see this tbt bible small so (laughs) i'm like trying to see it i'm like it's a low light trying to look at it um so y'all bear with me on this podcast you know i'm I'm looking up the bible in real time i'm googling things grace y'all um but yes so i just want you to just practice this um like just practice this. Like everything I just writ writ out, like, or, um, just laid out for you guys. It's like, start doing this and stop getting into a shame cycle. So you can live in identity and out of the place of where the enemy keeps trying to entrap you so that you never move forward in your relationship with God. You never move forward past, you know, shame, shame, shame. You never move forward towards the calling, towards the assignments, towards the things that God has for you, towards the blessings. God has so many amazing things he wants to give you. And if you're shaming yourself, you're not seeing yourself rightly you're not seeing the way god sees you he doesn't see you covered in shame he sees you covered in righteousness and holiness in his blood his daughter you belong in the kingdom you're seated in heavenly places so live in identity live in your identity it's what he purchased and he paid for and it is why would we not receive that goodness you know okay we're good. (laughs) I think we're good. (laughs) So I just bless you guys. You're awesome. I love you. Um, I'm so grateful you're listening. So I just want to pray over you really quick. I just pray for peace and abundant grace as you pursue and seek the Lord and that you will have a refreshing to seek him even more in this season. Yes, Lord. I just pray that this season be one of seeking his face. Bless you guys. Hey, sis. It was so fun being back with you guys this week. I love doing these episodes. And I have some amazing guest speakers coming on, like Jackie Dorman and some others. And if you, just really quick, if you have a second, if you loved this episode, please share it with another sister who you think will be totally blessed by it. And come connect with us with us at the Sisters of Christ on Instagram. Love to hear how the Lord is touching your life. Bless you.